Hello, and welcome to Illumination Bureau, where we hope to enlighten you with all of the hidden stuff that you don't know about careers in creative. This is Katherine Lang Klein and Kristen Harris, and we will be your hosts. We are the co-creators of Portfolio Creative, a company that connects creative people in the marketing and advertising space. We've been doing this since 2005, and we've learned a lot of things that we want to share with you. We have so much to tell you, so let's get started. Hey, Catherine. Yes. Have you ever had to like onboard or get up to speed with a new job remotely? Why, yes, I have, Kristen. <laughs> wow, I have not. Um, yeah, I, since I worked for a freelancer, you know, on and off throughout my career, there was um, many opportunities where I would have to work with a team and not be in the same room or even the same city. And you were given a project to work on and you did not have daily, you know, meetings with people or things like that. It, you were kind of being trusted to use your experience and, and get things done. But, you know, um, a lot of the stuff I had to do to get more engaged with the company, I had to kind of do on my own, like research the brand and the style and what their expectations were. Um, but I think people are thinking about that a little more and better of how to how to bring people on. Yeah, this so uh, this has been a hot topic and we've been talking about a lot in our office of how to help our clients uh onboard new people remotely. Right. Because obviously we've all been working remotely for mm -hmm, over a year. Mm -hmm. And even though companies are figuring out how they, you know, quote unquote go back, whatever that looks like, we still expect some people will be working remotely or some people might start remote, work right. on site some, you know, kind of a mix. So this is still really important. And, and to exactly what you said, it it can't just be like, oh, here's here's some information. Good luck. Like right. <laughs> it really does not turn out well. No, especially <laughs> if you've chosen, you know, some sort of hybrid or some sort of remote um, work option, which is going to be all the rage right now. You know, there, people are might be hiring people across the country. Um, because they want a certain skill set and they might not be in the office every day, even though maybe or maybe they come in only once or twice a week. You know, how do you onboard somebody when you have these more flexible work environments and um, make it stick? You know, because um, getting people engaged right away is super important. Everybody's super excited that first week. Yay, there's a new person and yay, I have a new job. And um, that ex that excitement can wane really quickly after the first week even. <laughs> yeah, I think you were telling me something like, 22% yeah, drops by 22% of <laughs> where people start losing their enthusiasm for their job. And that might just be because of bad onboarding, to be perfectly honest. And I think you and I have both been in jobs actually where I was actually in the office and it waned really quickly because the onboarding was non-existent. Oh my goodness. I showed up to a job and no one knew I was starting. Oh, I was kind of like that too. I mean, <laughs> I, I, like, I, oh, I said, hi. this I said, is awkward. I was like, here's your desk. And then nobody came and saw me all day. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? <laughs> yes. It's start uh, walking around like, Oh, just sit there. We'll get, to you and I'm like okay it's your dollar that's spending you know yes. you're spending for me to sit here so let's acknowledge even in the um in-person environment <laughs> it still wasn't always perfect right but it's even more complicated yes because eventually someone walked by oh, and yeah. said oh who's that new person I should probably find out what's happening with her but if you are just on a computer somewhere mm -hmm. across the state or whatever, <laughs> people might not even realize you exist. Exactly. Exactly. They don't see you on a daily basis or just randomly walk past you. Yeah. Um, so onboarding in a remote world, that's what our topic is today. And, you know, we deal with that a lot just because we're of the space we're in and, and marketing um, and getting marketing people for our clients. But um, it's, it's now everybody because, yeah, Freelancers and marketing was very common. It's always been very common. But now what if it's your virtual assistant? What if it's your sales team? They're all working from home. And um, 
how do we make sure that they're engaged from the get-go, that they feel part of the team, that they want to stay um, when we're not sitting right next to each other anymore. Yes, and I think engaged is such an important word. Mm-hmm. And, and you talked about that enthusiasm waning. I mean, I just, and we've seen it go, you know, go poorly as well. And it's just, if you have a bad first day right. and a bad first week, it's, it is practically impossible to recover from that. Oh, absolutely. Like you have to nail this and have that person feel engaged and welcomed and up to speed and ready to go in that first week or mm-hmm. it's just a slow burn to not working out right and a, <laughs> a lot of it is just going to be um communication you know sitting down and figuring out you know what is the strategy if you will to make sure that this person is here and here to stay and um and and just making sure that they're always engaged you know that they're always Mm -hmm. there and don't need anything so I mean it could start with just you know contacting them every day and we have daily touch bases with our team for example and I I think that's been a big part of our success from this whole working from home is you know we meet with everybody and it's good morning and what are you working on today and I think if anything that brings uh, some peace of mind for the manager and there's also provides clarity for the person that's working from home you know what are my expectations to get done today you know they can't see me they don't know how I'm doing my you know spending my time but what do I need to get done today? And you can acknowledge that every single morning in a, like a 15 minute call, people are like, Oh my God, you know, no, it's really not bad. You know, and yeah. I, I might've been part of that. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it has been really, really great. And we have it set in the calendar. We meet, you know, through via video. And we just talk about what our, our jobs are that we're working on, our expectations for the day, you know, how people, if I'm not in, how can they reach me? you know, things like that. And it's, it's like being in the office. Actually, we probably communicate better now than we had before. Yeah. And it's a nice point of connection with everyone, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. just like <laughs> you get to see the people you work with right, for a few right. minutes every day. And I think an important part of this too is taking ownership, like deciding who's in charge of onboarding this person mm-hmm. like before they start knowing who is responsible for that happening right. because I a lot of what we see I think is everybody thought somebody else was going to do it yes and all of a sudden no one did anything mm-hmm. and it happened in in-person world too right yep. like I showed up and no one knew I was starting right. that day it's like, is someone be meeting with her <laughs> probably someone should have told somebody I was coming in um so it could happen in the non-remote world but again it's even worse you know mm-hmm. the person can just get totally lost in this world and so deciding who owns this person right, <laughs> you know right. and is going to make sure that they know about that call and they show up and all of that kind of stuff I think just getting them like integrated in like you said you know their first day is Monday and your calls at nine o'clock like they are on at nine meeting the team Mm -hmm, and and mm -hmm. feeling like engaged right away right and it could be a matter of you know maybe their touch base person is even an admin you know it's like um that yeah, person or a peer or it could a, be it could be a peer know, a too that, that's the other option too mm-hmm. and if, you know if you ha- have it go with an admin maybe that person schedules all the meetings with other people for this person like it's a normal like at this time you're going to meet with hr at this time you're going to meet with your manager at this time you're going to meet with one peer and then you meet with another peer or you're going to meet with the sales team so you slowly get to meet everybody on the team um and have like even just a 15 minute conversation with people and you don't have to necessarily talk about business it's more it could be just more of a get to know you sort of thing like coffee talk you know, like if, yeah. if people are meeting just in the kitchen to grab some coffee, um, but just to see who they're working with, you know, who, what, um, 
relationship they have with the company. Um, how might they need them? How might they be able to help? How many years have they been there? You know, little things like that. And that could be continued on from that first week for sure. Like where everybody just kind of meets and talks as a group or individually or things like that. But an admin could set up that sort of schedule or you could do it as a peer situation like you were talking about where you know that person is just their go-to person all the time and honestly they could just sit on chat all damn day talking back and forth about the jobs that are being done about client work and things like that or video call or something but it's it's like they're they're with each other but they're not yes absolutely like they have kind of a buddy that isn't their boss yes like of course they're going to meet with their boss and talk to them but you know sometimes there's stuff you want to ask someone right. who's not <laughs> your boss you know just like hey how's this normally go mm-hmm. or you know am I supposed to go first in the meeting or whatever that you don't really yes. want to ask your boss because it might seem like a weird question but yes. you could ask you know up here mm-hmm. and um I think I just always say like choose wisely when you mm-hmm. pick that person whether yeah. it's an admin or a peer and HR person or pick whatever a willing person because pick, you- <laughs> pick a willing person who's going to be excited and enthusiastic yes. because they're going to have a lot of impact on how that person feels about the company yes. based on what they say mm-hmm. they're like this is the greatest and I love my job I want to show you all about it that's great they're like this place sucks I'm looking for a new place to work <laughs> that is not your your buddy exactly <laughs> you know, pick, pick somebody that's gonna reflect the company in a, in a positive light or somebody who's just good at it too because yeah. there's some people who just aren't and you know they are a heads down yeah. I work don't sort force of somebody to do it yeah, if force it's people not their be thing friendly if that's their thing they have their own strength and it could be something else entirely and it's not being a teacher or a mentor or, or things yeah. like that so definitely um, get that right person in place but most importantly is that you check in check in check mm-hmm. in and make that person feel engaged and you know it, it may evolve into where you don't have to do it so often but um, I think a big re- reason why that enthusiasm starts waiting after a week is that you know people are like well I just feel like I've been left abandoned I've been abandoned in some way yeah um, but if you're always caught up in and, and you might have to like just create things like happy hours maybe people get together vi- video lunches or or things like that just have i mean anything that you can think of that you think people will be super receptive to and it might be just like one person like oh yeah sure i'll have lunch with this person via video or we we can meet and just have some coffee and whatever there's always usually a willing party on your team that's going to want to meet with somebody and it can be any level you know don't feel like it's got to be you know it could be a higher up person could be lower you know whatever just somebody who's friendly and that's such a great point because i i think all of that that you just talked about is about building and maintaining connection on your team and it's so much harder to do remotely because you're not just bumping into them in the kitchen while your coffee's brewing or Mm -hmm. whatever you're not just having all the casual chat Mm -hmm. and so I think sometimes people think like oh you know why does my team have to have a every morning meeting? Like we don't need to tell each other where our projects are. It's not only about that. Right. It is about that. And everybody's saying, Hey, here's what I'm working on and sharing it. But it's also about just connecting with each other at least once a day. And so, you know, sharing what you're working on is almost sort of an excuse Mm -hmm, to connect. mm -hmm. And I just think, um, it's important to not lose sight of like the real purpose of it. Yes. 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 <laughs> is the connection. It, it's almost like, you know, especially for a new person. Right. And even with that, people can kind of see what people are, do, what they do. And if they are struggling with something, cause that, that's the one thing that I've, I have liked about our conversations in the morning is that we might have a recruiter that's struggling to fill a job or somebody who's having an issue trying to get a hold of a client. Other people have experience with it and they can offer some suggestions and like, Oh, but I'll let me try that. Or I will talk to that person. So you never know um, what other people can contribute, even when it's not a 
it's related to their job at all. Yeah, absolutely. Great point. So the next little area we want to talk about is technology uh, and this is the bear <laughs> well for me this is the Let's one poke it. oh my gosh this is the one that is also the most frustrating that I have seen companies literally just like it's the only thing they do it's like well I send them a laptop like sending someone a laptop is not onboarding them for right. goodness sake first of all they might need help getting the technology working and beyond technology there's so much more which is all the stuff mm-hmm. we just talked about so it's like, please don't fool yourself in thinking like sending them a laptop is all you need to do. Right. Although you may need to do that. Right. It is not the whole process. Well, I mean, does your system have firewalls? Do they have to log on to the server? Do they need logins? Do they need um, certain software that's not on that particular computer? Then yeah. they don't realize that until they actually get it or, or things right. like that. So, yeah, you have to not only make sure they have everything they need, but you check in with them to make sure everything's running well and be patient. Right. Because people tend to, it's kind of like what you said, well, I gave them a laptop, why aren't they working? Well, it's like, well, you know what? It's the computer's not working, right? Yeah. <laughs> they can't log on or they can't find this or they don't have the fonts, you know, especially in marketing and design or they don't have something. And it, it might take a little longer to set up something like that. Yeah. And so we, we really recommend like on that first day, scheduling time with someone I don't care if it's your IT person Mm -hmm. admin a peer whoever uses the same like kind of softwares Mm -hmm. and stuff to to like get on the video call and like walk through everything with them screen share to walk them through things screen share it and don't just ask them don't 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 sort of say like oh do you need a call or are you okay Mm because they'll say they're okay even if they're not right they want to look good to you they want you you And they sort of feel like they're supposed to be. (laughs) Right. So, like, just do it. Like, just set up the call. Like, hey, we're just going to have this call. Mm -hmm. Even though you probably know how to use Gmail, I'm just going to go on here, show you how I log in and how Mm -hmm. I, you know, file stuff or whatever it is. Even if it feels a little repetitive, Mm -hmm. like, just show them everything. Because they may have used the tools, but not in the way you do. Right. They may not have used them, but they don't want to tell you that. Mm -hmm. Like, there's all kinds of reasons. And people will wait way too long right. to tell you they're confused about they'll, something they'll try and figure it out because you know like they'll you struggle said, that, yeah. yeah and because they have used it before or maybe you have certain slack channels set up that they haven't attached to or people that they don't know that they should be connected to or mm-hmm. it's it, it's a huge array of things that could possibly go wrong um and then people try and figure it out because they're like well I, i'm sure i'll be able to figure it out because i'm right. not an idiot right. um but if it's something that they've never done before it's gonna take longer and honestly why waste your time and money having somebody struggle just say, here's how we do it and they yeah. can be done in like 10 minutes versus yes. an hour later we're like oh right <laughs> no, I see. exactly or <laughs> and you know to your point before if there is a problem you'll discover it right away yes like oh wait you're not seeing the same thing i see on the server right let me get with it and right figure out what's going on where you know, you might be like, no, it's on the server. And they're thinking, mm-hmm. I am looking everywhere on the server. Why can't I find this? Right. I and must there might be some be um, crazy, you know, <laughs> some folders not shared or something. Yeah. You know, it could be some just little thing, but it'll slow down everything if you're not fully aware that that person, because you can't sit next to somebody. So how, right. what's the next best thing of sitting, ne- sitting next to somebody? Right. And also, too, I, we fully understand that IT departments are being asked for everything right now. God bless you (laughs) because we are in a brave new world now when it comes to it, we need you so much. But, um, if you want, when you're ready to onboard somebody, make sure that your it department is available or is schedules time, get it in their calendar 
Um, so they know it's coming because I don't think they like to be surprised either and say, you know, if you can ever get to this person three days later, um, they're having problems, you know, it, that's where the, that frustration comes in for both, mm-hmm. for everybody, you know, right. it's, it's for everybody. Um, so schedule a time with the IT and say, I need you, we have, um, we're onboarding somebody, I need you to be available this day to make sure everything is running properly for them and yes. it will save you so much time and like I said, money and that's really what's important. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you can... You can literally lose a new hire over this. Oh, my God. Because yes. we've seen it happen. It has happened. We have seen people have someone say, you know what? Forget it. This just isn't working for me. And mm-hmm. they're so frustrated by the end of a week of, mm-hmm. you know, and they were so trying to figure this to out. Yeah. They're just done. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that would be a terrible way and reason to lose your, your new person. Absol- over technology. <laughs> over technology. Things. You found the right. person. And just because of technology, you that person has given up on you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Um, and then, yeah, uh, we're going to reiterate engagement on this. We talked about it a little bit briefly, but, um, it's, it's all about making sure that that person is plugged in a hundred percent feels part of the team. Mm-hmm. And a lot of this could be, you know, how you just normally work with your team or what has worked in the past. And we mentioned the onboarding buddy, you know, mm-hmm. the go-to person to have any questions with, but there are other things that you can schedule, um, just to keep conversation going. Yeah. And I think, um, also just making sure like their calendar sort of populated with all, all the mm-hmm. regular stuff. Here's our team meeting. Yes. Here's your touch base with your manager. Here's the company picnic or whatever right, it is. Right. Like make sure all the stuff is kind of pre-populated for them that's coming up and that they're getting like just incorporated into everything mm-hmm, right away. Mm-hmm. I think that's, you know, really important um, for, and, and I think it's really helpful to have a conversation with, usually it's their manager, but maybe it's um, administrative person on the team about just how, uh, how here's how we meet. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. your team will meet once a week. Your manager will meet with you one, you know, every two weeks. You'll have quarterly reviews. Like, just like, here's the cadence of how we right. work here. Right. Because that's one of those things that you always kind of lean over and ask the person next to you, like, how... How's it work here? Do, do we have a weekly meeting? Or like, <laughs> when do I show my project I'm working mm-hmm. on? Am I supposed to Who just do I show it to? send it to somebody when I'm done? Or is there a meeting where we right. present everything? Like, just the like, how does it work around here questions? Yes. As many of those as you can answer up front. You know, they're, they're wondering whether they're asking or not. Mm-hmm. So if you can just think of all the questions they might have and kind of give them the answers up front, it can be really helpful. Yeah. And it's th- like a reassurance. Yes. And I mean, just to kind of paint a, a scenario, you might have your team waiting for somebody to present something. And then that person who's wanting to present some, something is just sitting on it because they're not sure when to present it. Nobody has asked about it. You know, <laughs> so yep. it's like, well, now what? Um, just make sure that's all crystal clear. Because mm-hmm. again, we are, you know, not in the same room and we want to make sure that we are engaged and talking and there should not be any surprises or questions. Yeah. And that's a great point, but just like continuing to remember, like you're not in the same room. So just the stuff that someone would just see, Mm -hmm. you know, be like, Oh, I saw that person, you know, literally like turned in their stuff over in that bin. Right. Like, you know, if that's the process, if you're not sitting there, you don't see it happen. Right. So, you know, just the, 
the things that maybe would have been visual clues or that would make them think like, oh, I better ask somebody about that. They're not seeing any of that. They're literally sitting in their house looking at a computer. Yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Just remembering and that. Maybe your people are remote too, but you're even in the same city. There's You could always get together for lunch and stuff too, just mm-hmm. to have a, a nice face-to-face, how's it going sort of thing too. Yeah. Um, there, I think there's going to be more and more opportunities for people to work across the nation. But again, if you are local enough, it'd be nice to have little check-ins just to see people in person and they can maybe let their guard down a little and say, you know, talk about if they're struggling with something or if you're struggling with them, it's like, you know what, we're having a hard time getting a hold of you. You know, let's talk about that um, and see if you can kind of figure out some things that way. It, it's, a, it's a matter of, you know, again, just investing a little bit of time and hand-holding into um, people that could be really stellar for your team. Yeah, and that's an excellent point, especially if your team is a mix. Mm -hmm. So maybe a lot of them are in the same place and either work, you know, in the office some together Mm -hmm. or don't, but maybe get together in person and stuff. If most of your team is all in a place and they see each other and then you have some people who aren't, you almost have to like overcompensate for yes. the people that aren't. Yeah. You know, like in some ways, this whole everyone going remote has leveled the playing field in those situations because now everyone is on a Zoom call together. Right, right. <laughs> Where before we had this, we had a few people who were remote. Mm-hmm. And so we would all get together in a conference room and then dial them in on video. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I know it was harder, like there would be conversation going on. They couldn't follow. They couldn't pick up because yes. they couldn't hear the way you would in the room. And now it's like, you know, I've, I've talked to them about this. Everyone is sort of equal because we're all just a square on the screen. Right. So right. keeping that in mind, especially if your team is a mix, mm-hmm. it's almost, it's more challenging if, if you're all together or you're all not, you're kind of all equal. Yeah. But if you're a, a mix, you don't want this like... Oh, most of our teams together. And then there's those other two people that are over right. there and then we forget about them half mm-hmm, the time. Mm-hmm. Don't let that happen. <laughs> no, because honestly, it's it's your fault if they lose interest, yeah. you know, because you did not do your part as far as making them feel welcome and engaged. To, to keep pulling them back in. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Yeah, just like I said, almost like overcompensate to make sure they feel yes. connected and engaged and aren't, you know, kind of missing out yeah, on like things. The, like the stepchildren over there yeah exactly exactly <laughs> and then uh, you know, ultimately what we're talking about here is to really think beyond that day one you know again people get super excited yay got the job or yay we finally have help mm-hmm. in this department and then right. it just all just slips away yeah and you know? if you have that great day one and that great you know week one mm-hmm. that can like solidify all that excitement enthusiasm yes. and hopefully yep. they don't decline as much <laughs> maybe a little but not as much um but yeah, like what you're saying is then, so then what are you going to do after week one? Mm-hmm. Like what mm-hmm. is the ongoing continuous way of keeping that person engaged and yeah, and it, growing and developing with your company? I don't think of it as, you know, if you're smart about this, it won't feel like additional work. You can create like these little micro moments of engagement for people. And, you know, some people have tried surveys like every 60 to 90 days and maybe it's sooner if it's a new hire, but then getting everybody involved and it could be, you know, about how we can improve the company or it could be ridiculous. You know, it doesn't have to be, we find actually we get our best engagement when we start asking ridiculous questions, you know, from people and they're like, you know, what's your favorite movie and why? Um, and it's, it's just, it's essentially, it's that water cooler talk again, mm-hmm. you know, stuff that you might talk about in the kitchen. I saw this great movie. Uh, you know, maybe that's the question. What would you recommend on Netflix right now or whatever? Um, people get really engaged on that. Get really, oh my God, you got to check out this. Um, it's, it's those conversations that really connect people. You're starting to find common ground. 
Um, people can have discussions about this, it, and it gets people all excited to to work for that company, and they feel like they're amongst their people. Yeah, and you can do that like with a Slack channel. You can do that in you know in meetings, like purposefully leaving a little time for some personal connection mm-hmm. in a meeting. And I think sometimes people, especially in the before times, um, like people want to come in and just get right to work. Let's right. get to the meeting. But there's something really nice about just having a little bit of a segue where people can share a tidbit about their weekend mm-hmm, or how mm-hmm. they're feeling or whatever it is yeah. that you want to talk about. Because especially someone who's working remotely if they're the only person or everyone on your team working remotely, they never have that chance yes. otherwise. Like they only talk to you when they're dialed into that meeting. Right. So I guess just having a little patience and allowing for a little bit of that personal time mm-hmm. can just go so far in helping people bond and right. feel connected and engaged with each other. And again, they it get to know each other. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be long. Like we typically will start a lot of our, meetings especially the first one of the week with you know what was the best thing in business that happened and what was the best personal thing that happened yeah and you get to see both dimensions two of the dimensions of a person and you get to see what their wins were for that week as, as far as a company and what they've accomplished or what they had fun with um during the week or maybe the other one to make it even more personal maybe it was something that was sucky that yeah. <laughs> what they wanted to share um so um but again it, it's it's an opportunity to get see people at more of a different dimension it's mm-hmm. super short i mean just as quickly as i said it that's how quickly they would kind of respond to well, let's see i had a win with this client and you know i went swimming for the first time this year you know yeah um it's it's just literally that quick they don't have to get really into the weeds on that or but people might say you know what me too i, I went swimming this week too and oh my god now we have a bond yeah <laughs> you know? exactly um, i mean if you have an hour meeting and you spend five minutes of it allowing people to connect mm-hmm. that's that's really valuable. Yeah, exactly. It's not wasted time, sort no. of quote unquote, you know, wa- we're wasting time. It really, it really is, you know, valuable yeah. connection. Your team will definitely appreciate it. And uh, again, that starts building the, the bonds that keep businesses together, keep the employees um, working for you. They, um, they work, they work for you because they like you. Um, it's, you know, they always say like, you know, people don't leave companies, they leave managers, but if you don't know your manager or if your manager is not very open or lets them be a three dimensional person, then, eh, you know, I, I have no connection at all. Why should I even yeah, stay? I, right. I'm, I'm lured away by money or something right. else. An extra you know? dollar an hour. Sounds yep. good to me. Who, exactly. You know, I'm not connected to this company anyway. Exa- that is not what you want. That's, that's definitely <laughs> exactly it. So, I mean, communication, make sure it's clear. Make sure the equipment is working properly. Is there anything they need? Is there anything they need? Is there anything they need? And again, you can keep it short, but it could make just a huge difference. Thank you so much for joining us at Illumination Bureau, and we hope you have gained something by listening today. Illumination Bureau was brought to you by Portfolio Creative. You can find out more about Portfolio Creative at PortfolioCreative.com. If you have a topic that you want to hear about, don't hesitate to email us at questions at PortfolioCreative.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate and review it, or share it with a friend. 